Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. We are so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. Welcome. We were just having us a good time. I mean, the Word can't give us anything but a good time, right? Whenever we cooperate with it, get it in us, it elevates everything. And uh, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. And I tell you, His blessing is on His Word, and we're just partaking of it. We have been teaching on something called, really teaching how to keep your healing, how to keep your healing. And it's so important for us to learn it. We invite you to go back, watch previous episodes, but we've got more coming up, so you're going to have to keep watching. Um, No matter what method that was used that you received your healing, whether someone laid hands on you, whether a gift of the Spirit, gift of healing went into operation, or maybe the prayer of agreement was prayed for you, whatever method, because God has about seven methods whereby his people can receive healing because he so longs for people to receive what's been provided that um, he's provided many ways or places where they can hook on with their faith. So, but no matter uh, how healing was received in your life, um, we all have to learn how to keep our healing, how to hold fast to that which belongs to us in Christ. So that's what we've been ministering on because we know this, the devil being the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he's always going to launch a counterattack against anything you've received from God. Why? Because he wants to rob from you everything God's ever blessed you with. And uh, he will cause, if I could say this, uh, symptoms that will come and return. Pains, old familiar pains that will come and return. What's he trying to do? He's trying to dupe you. He's trying to deceive you into thinking they belong to you. Um, But just because they once were there does not mean they have to stay. And notice this, the devil can't do anything to your life from within. Why? Because he's not in there. He has to do everything and affect everything out here. So when something is affected out here, know this, there's something higher on the inside to draw on. You draw on the faith, the healing power that's in you. And it will, it will flow out and affect this, but all the devil can do is affect what's out here. Symptoms just affect out here. The pains affect out here. Um, that's a sign turned toward what's in you and let what's in you flow up and dominate what's out here. Amen. Amen. Jesus went everywhere teaching, Mm -hmm. preaching, and healing. Why? Because those are a package deal. And uh, if people, and we could see it through scripture, that those who received his teaching, Mm -hmm. those who received his preaching, were also those who received his healing. Now, are you saying, Pastor Nancy, that if, if you don't receive Jesus' teaching and pre- preaching that God withholds healing, God doesn't withhold. That's right. That's God's right. not a withholder. Right. He's a giver. He's, He's only ever given. He's not a withholder. Uh, we are the ones that if we will listen to the teaching and the preaching of the word, it positions us in, the, in, a, in a flow of faith yes. to where we can easily receive the healing. So that's why we always want to be taught. So no matter 
even though you've received your healing through whatever avenue, always be a student. That's going to help you keep your healing. Amen. 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 That your healing won't be stolen from you when, you're, when you know the Word, when yes. you have knowledge of the Word, when you sit as a student and you're taught the yes. Word of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, we have to learn to hold fast to what we receive from God. The Word has told us in several places, hold fast to that which you have. Uh, why would it tell us to hold fast if there wasn't a threat or the, the potential for something being lost, something being stolen from us, something um, robbing from us? It's because we have an enemy. In other words, we know this, what we receive from God the, the maintaining of it's not automatic. Right. Yes. We have to, on purpose, make sure that nothing robs from us. You know, once you, if, if you buy a home, you furnish that home, people will take security measures mm -hmm. to make sure that people can't break in or steal right, right from that yes. home. They do all they can do. Uh, when we receive, if we're, once we receive something from God, when we get the word in us, that's taking security measures Amen. to make sure that the devil can't violate our territory. What territory is it? Victory territory. Yes. Healing territory. Yes. Healing belongs to us. Amen. Amen. Um, I was finishing up actually um, the previous episode talking about a woman who had been born blind and she went to a, a meeting, uh, a minister ministered to her and after she was in her 40s or 50s, he laid hands on her and her sight was perfectly restored. And uh, shortly after that, over a period of about three weeks or so, uh, she lost her healing. The whole time, though, that her sight seemed to be getting worse and she eventually arrived back to where she was completely blind, she never let go of her profession or her confession of the Word. She continued to thank God. Thank God I'm healed. Thank God for my sight. Not I've got to get it. The devil was trying to steal what she had. What she had. You don't have to get healing. Healing belongs to you. It was made yours at the new birth. You are the healed. Amen. Symptoms that may be there, I don't care if they've been there, they're there your whole life. They're trying to rob what's yours. That's right. And she, it dawned, it, she realized, she had the knowledge of the word enough to realize, I don't, again, have to go get healed. I'm, I'm, it, it was her place to keep symptoms and blindness off of her health. So she just praised God and thanked God. Thank you, Father, that I'm healed. I'm so glad I can see. I'm so glad my eyes are whole. I'm so thankful. Uh, so for three weeks, she went back to totally blind. <clears throat> At the end of three weeks, so just like that, her eyes opened back up. What was it? The devil was trying to dupe her with symptoms to try to make her think she had lost what was hers all along. Amen. You see. Um, <clears throat> Let me tell you this story that's in line with that. There was a, a healing, a man who's uh, an evangelist who was strongly used in, in, in the healing ministry. <clears throat> he went to a particular church, and this would have been uh, in the 1940s, 1950s, and there were two women in that church that had the exact same type of cancer. Both of them were terminal in their condition. And he ministered to both of them. They both um, testified 
all the symptoms gone. The, even medically, the doctors said clean bill of health. All the cancer's gone. Um, several months later, one of the women stood up and she asked that congregation, she said, would, um, Pastor, I wanted to know if the congregation would just continue to pray with me. She said, all the symptoms have come back on me. And she's starting to weep. <clears throat> she said, all those symptoms that I've been healed of had come back on me. And I love what the other woman, because remember there were two healed. Yes. That other woman that was present in the service that morning. And she stood up and said, Pastor, may I say something? Because I think what I have to say would help her. She said, she turned to this woman in the congregation. She said, Sister, all the symptoms tried to come back on me. And she said, when they tried to come back, I said, no, you don't. Right. No, you don't. Right. Now see, this other woman was testifying, they've all come back. Right. This other woman was holding fast, no, you don't. You see the difference? They came to both, but how they looked at it, how they believed, what they believed about it was different. This one believed they've all come back, so I've got to get healed again. No, you're the healed. Just keep that off. And the, so the second woman that stood up and just told her, she said, they all try to come back on me. And I told her, no, you don't. And she said, after a few days, they all left. Mm -hmm. See, don't let the calendar and the passing of time uh, deceive you into believing the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. See, the first one was deceived back into thinking, this has come back on me. The other one, uh, you're not, those symptoms aren't going to deceive me. I'm still the healed. Yes. And so she was, she was helping her. Well, this first woman that had testified, it just didn't dawn on her. And she ended up dying of it a short time later. And this woman's completely healed. I have, I have to back up on that story. She did die. But the doctors said, we want to do an autopsy. Because they said we couldn't find any, any cancer. They opened her up. And uh, they could not find any cancer. What was it? Symptoms. The devil was able to falsify symptoms. And she believed the symptoms and there was not even the disease there. Killed her by her believing symptoms. What did, what's it called over in Job? Lying vanities. That the devil can produce something, a feeling to make you think that you're again sick. She, she did not have that cancer back, but he was able to replicate the feeling mm -hmm. and she believed it. Wow. There was uh, one person, and we don't see so much of this in today's society. I remember seeing it when I was little. I, I was born in 1961. And so I remember maybe once or twice when I was a little girl seeing this, but I have not seen it in recent years. And that is a club foot where someone's foot is, there's a deformity to where the foot is facing backwards or the, the foot is turned in. This one, um, this one man years ago was born with a club foot and it was facing backwards. Plus it was turned to where it's almost walking on the ankle. And came to a service, was prayed for, and God just turned that thing around. Right there, straightened that thing up, and everybody saw it. And um, 
somebody was testifying in the church service one night that they had been healed of something. And then they said, I want the congregation to pray for me because the symptoms are coming back on me. And that man with a club foot said, um, I'd like to testify. He said, I was walking down the sidewalk the other day there in town. And he said, such pain shot through my foot and my ankle and up my leg. And he said, I could feel as though he said that ankle started turning in. It was trying to go back. And he said, I didn't care what anybody thought. I sat down on that sidewalk. I took that ankle in my hand and I started yelling, no, you don't. You're not going back. I'm not going to have that. And said right there, it just snapped right back into place. What's that mean? The devil can falsify things to dupe you. And if he can get you to believe the wrong thing by creating symptoms, like remember what I said, he creates it out here in this realm. There's something in you. There's a power in you. You go by what's in you. You don't go by what's out here. And that's what he did. He took that authority, that greater one on the inside of him, that power of God, that healing power. There's healing power in you. Everyone, there's healing power in you. Why? Because the healer's in you if you're born again. The healer's in you. And he says, I just took that ankle and I said, no, you don't. He said, that thing just came right back out. Why? The devil will always bring a counterattack to try to dupe you into, into accepting those things back. How do you know if you accepted it back? By how you think and how you speak. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. See, it, it, we have to be taught these things or we don't know. Why, why would naturally, why would he not believe that, that his foot was going to get worse again when he felt it because he knew something. Because he knew something. What he knew changed what he would accept. When people accept the wrong thing, they need to know something more. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Um, in this life of faith, we see in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is for the invisible. Yes. Once something is visible, uh, you're no longer having to believe for it because it's coming to manifestation. But you always have to know, accompanying this word faith is the word now. If people say, I'm going to be, they're not in faith. Faith is now. Faith is present tense. Things are going to get better. No, things are better right now. And this realm will start showing that up. This realm will start show. This realm will show it up. It'll catch up. It'll catch up. This realm will catch up, but everything's better now. Amen. Healing is mine now. I don't care how long it takes this realm to catch up. But right now, faith is. So uh, now is the word that always accompanies faith. Without the faith, without, excuse me, without the word now, we're not yet in faith. If people are praying and releasing their faith, they have to say, thank you that it's mine now. That is the language of faith. That's the flow of faith. Have you ever taken... um, you needed to drive a nail through a board 
and you hammer that nail part way in. Uh, anybody ever did it where they went to hit it and missed the nail head <laughs> and hit all around the board? Until you say the word now, you haven't hit the nail square. That faith is not going to be, if I could say, consummated until it's hit square on the head, and that is with the word now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Until you say that word now, all you're doing is hitting around the faith board here. You're hitting around that faith nail, so to speak, trying to get results, and you're not hitting the thing square. Now hits it square. Amen. Now faith is. If it isn't now, it isn't faith. Amen. Faith is not believing that God can do it. That's not faith. That's not faith. Why? Because there are people who don't know anything about God that can believe, that believe God can do things. Amen. Faith is this. Well, let me state it. Let me state the whole thought. Faith is not believing God can do something. Faith is believing God does it for me now. Faith turns it personal and brings it right here to the moment. People who say faith can do anything. Faith can do it. God can do something. They're pushing everything off in here. There's nothing specific. It's all general. God can do it. God can do it. Those people receive very little. Why? Because they're not in faith. Faith is believing God does it for me now. So when symptoms come up, no, I am the healed now. You get off. That pain, you get off. You leave. My healing's not leaving. You're leaving. Amen. So many, so many believers lose their healing through that counterattack strategy though. But if they'll hold fast by keeping their confession in line with I am the healed now, if they'll do that, they'll rest on God. They're resting and that's when victory is, is consummated. Amen. 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 First John chapter five and verse four said, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. When we say faith, let's also say our faith now. Yes. Amen. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith now. Amen. Your victory is waiting for your faith to show up. When opposition shows up with counterattacks, bringing symptoms, trying to bring symptoms back, you, your faith has to show up. And what's your faith going to say? I'm the healed now. Amen. Hallelujah. Sickness, disease, pain, failure, they're all a flow of the world and it's all around us, but it's not my flow. And just because I can perceive that flow doesn't mean it's my flow. I'm not accepting it. Amen. That holding fast to God's word is, is what causes our faith to overcome what's in the world. Now notice this is the victory that overcometh the world, the world, the flow of the world. There's a flow of sickness in this world. There's a flow of fear. There's a flow of doubt. There's a flow of unbelief. But it's our faith that overcomes all of that flow and puts us in a different flow. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, the, it's God's power that heals. Now you have to remember this. Uh, with a miracle, with a healing, all of that's done, that's the working of God. That's God at work. Yes. That's his power, his ability. Remember what Jesus said? He said, my father in me, he 
does the work. It is not my job to get a miracle, to work a miracle. Not my job to work healing. Not my job. He works it. My job is to hold the door open to his power to come in and work it. Now get that. That's what faith is. Faith is the open door. Faith doesn't heal us. Faith opens the door to God's power that heals us. Amen. Amen. It's not our job to get rid of sickness. It's not our job to get rid of pain. It's not our job to get rid of symptoms. It's our job to believe that his power gets rid of it. Amen. So if counterattacks come, of pains and symptoms. It's not your job to get rid of them. It's your job to say, Father, I thank you that your power right. runs that out. Yes. That's right. I, don't, I, I don't have to run it out. My faith just opens the door for his power yes. to work and drive that back. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. That is so key to realize it because people get this idea. I got to get rid of these symptoms. No, you don't. You can't get rid of the symptoms. All you can do is believe in the one who gets rid of the sins. It's his power. Remember what Jesus, the father in me, he does the work. So therefore you're not struggling mentally because see the devil wants to get you thinking you've got to get rid of these symptoms that are trying to launch a counterattack. You got to get rid of these. No, you don't. No, you don't have to get rid of them. All you have to do is rest. You sit back and you say, father, I thank you that your power is working. Satan, no, you don't because I call God's power on the scene. I call God's power on the scene. I open the door to God's power with my faith and that power works now. Every time you release your faith, every time at the moment you release your faith, power always begins flowing. Mm -hmm. Always. Always. Now that's that's key for you to realize. The moment you release your faith, power always begins flowing. Praise the Lord. Now, another thing that we have to realize in keeping, making sure we hold fast to our healing is we have to continue to take God's medicine. We have to continue to take God's medicine. What is God's medicine? His word. His word is his medicine. It's not enough. As one minister so beautifully stated, he said, don't make the mistake of substituting your belief in divine healing for the actual taking of God's medicine. Now, let me say it again. Don't make the mistake of substituting your belief in divine healing for the actual taking of God's medicine. Well, what what do I mean by that? If this was a medicine bottle right here, and in it, the doctor had given me a prescription. There's pills in there. The doctor says, if you will take these pills within the week, all of those symptoms will be gone. You could get that prescription filled, take it home and say, I believe Mm -hmm. right there. That medicine will get rid of all the symptoms. You can say, I believe that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't ever take it, it's not enough to believe it. See, God's word is medicine. You can believe his word heals, but if you don't take it, this medicine is taken orally. God's word is taken orally. It's taken orally. Proverbs chapter four, verse 20. It reads, my son, attend to my words or put your attention on my words. 
Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life unto those that find them. And health, or the Hebrew there says medicine, to all their flesh. So notice this. He's telling us God's word is his medicine. How do you take God's word? Hold fast. Hold fast your profession of faith. Amen. Uh, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You see, but thou shalt meditate in it therein day and night is what Joshua 1 verse 8 says. So how do we take God's word with our mouth? Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. But now that we're healed, symptoms try to recur. How do we take God's medicine to keep that counterattack out? Satan, I resist you in Jesus' name. Resist the devil, he'll flee. You flee from me. You see, you do what the word says. Put that word in your mouth. Then you're taking God's prescription. Amen. Amen. Now, you say, Pastor Nancy, should I be feeding on this? Well, you sure should be feeding on healing scriptures even after you're healed. Why is it? Why should you feed on healing scriptures after you've received healing? Because it'll, it'll continue to build health in you. Amen. It'll build upon Amen. the health Amen. in you. Well, praise the Lord. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.